And welcome back to Never Outworked. My name is Thano Genos. I am your host, and I am excited today to welcome Alex Montagano and Sarah Berry. It is, uh, let's see, Sarah's return to Never Outworked, and it's actually Alex's first time coming live on the podcast. So we're excited to welcome him in. You've heard him on previous recordings from trainings that he's done. It's just such, it's such good information. We had to get that up there, but this is going to be our first live interaction with Alex. So tune in, stay tuned, and don't forget to like and subscribe to Never Outworked. And if you haven't already, share it with somebody who might benefit from our podcasts. So without further ado, let's jump in and turn it over to Alex and Sarah. Awesome to have you on today. This is so fun. Sarah, it's been um, almost a full year with the team. So why don't you talk a little bit about your journey in real estate, what you did before and how you got into it, where you are today? Yeah, looking back, um, I, I've had a pretty windy road to get to real estate and what felt like a windy road, but it I feel like everything I've done has now come full circle. I studied interior design in college, um, graduated with that and went into a commercial design job. I did that for a year. That's a great time after four years of college to realize that's not what you want to do. Um, but then I, I transitioned into sales. I sold um, commercial office furniture um, and then after I did that for a few years, I thought I just really liked sales. Um, and so I sold copiers. Which and, company did you work for? Um, it, it was a small uh, family-owned business in Indianapolis, and we sold um, like Xerox. Oh my gosh! Products, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> nobody, nobody cares about printers unless it stops working. Yeah. So that wasn't um, that wasn't a lot of fun, and that's when I realized I needed to be passionate about whatever I was selling. Um, and at that point, I was also just looking for some extra cash because sales weren't going well. Um, and I teamed up with a friend who was doing some flipped homes as a designer. She knew I liked design as well. So I started out doing some small projects for her. Um, and then she became a real estate agent because she wanted to buy and sell her own properties. And she suggested it to me. At that point, I started studying for my exam as I was still at this other sales job, realized that I needed to, I needed a change in my career and I was willing to do anything, um, answer phones at a doctor's office, which was, would have been a really big kind of mental hurdle to get over and sure. just kind of picking up any job. But I was lucky enough to find an admin job at a large brokerage and anticipated staying there for maybe six months as part-time and then transitioning to full-time. But it was such a great learning opportunity that I ended up staying there for two years in that same position. But I, um, I grew with duties and things I, sure. um, yeah, that was really helpful to learn all the contract work and then make connections that I then used, um, to move brokerages from there. What year was that when you started when like you officially took that job at that big brokerage? Um, I believe that was 2018. 2018. Okay. So you've been in about five years. Yes. Awesome. Okay. And then, so you do this job, you're at this big brokerage until, so 2020, 2021, you're still there. Yes. COVID's going on. Then what? Um, that specific brokerage ended <clears throat> up 
changing brokerages, that office changed brokerages. And at that time, um, there were people were moving in different directions from there. And there was an agent who was new my goals to become a full-time agent and pursued me as far as joining his team. And, um, I believe it was August of 2020 that I joined with him. Um, that was a really great experience. I tied my wagon to somebody who was very experienced, very well known in the area. Um, but then I, I also transitioned after that, realizing I needed a little more support. He already had his systems. He sure. hadn't trained somebody for a long time. And maybe I, it was my fault too. I, I should have asked for more. Um, and maybe he didn't realize how much support I was truly looking for, but, um, I transitioned to with another solo agent who I had a really great relationship with. He had been a solo agent for a long time and I, I was very lucky that he took me on. Um, but once again, after a little bit of time, I think I realized again, what kind of big external structure I was looking for. And I think he realized too, he, he wanted to be solo. That's where he sure. excelled. Um, and he was busy selling a lot of real estate and didn't have time to teach me the things that I was looking for. So yeah, that's when you came into the picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we met in 2022. Yeah. Yeah. So. so I remember social media, you're putting a ton of content out and all of a sudden it's like filling up my timeline. I'm kind of like, who the heck is this? And I remember <laughs> reaching out to you being like, Hey, do you want to grab coffee and get together? I'd love to learn about your business. All the while, not knowing that like you're relatively new it, on the surface, it looked like, golly, like your social media, you were killing it. Um, and so I remember getting together then and <clears throat> you were still at your first team and was like, Hey, I think I'm going to make a transition, but I'm going to join another team. How did you end up here? Um, and talk a little bit about like what has been different and like what are some of your favorite things about the larger team that you're a part of relative because you were a part of two smaller teams mm -hmm. so like I think it's important to recognize like you've been in two different worlds um talk a little bit about kind of the yin and the yang with that and like what's worked really well for you over here yeah, um, you and I had stayed in contact. We also had quite a few mutual friends in real estate, including um, the person I was on a team with. And at the time that we realized he was better solo and I needed more support, um, we reconnected and things made a lot more sense at that time. Um, at the beginning, I sought out smaller teams. I I, I always say I'm shy and I'm realizing that that was like the first half of my life. I was sure. a shy person and now I'm making up for lost time talking more. <laughs> um, but I thought that as thinking that I'm shy, I don't want to get lost in a big group. If I'm in a big room, I tend to be quieter, maybe not speak up. So I needing more support. I didn't want somebody really big, but then I realized your you specifically not just large teams you specifically you daniel the guys at lockstep you had the systems that i needed um and now i think i joined i was number 11 on the team and maybe that was a good time for me to get in that i wasn't intimidated by the size uh, but even as we've grown to 
15, 16, 17, and even looking into the future, growing the team more, I, our team culture is so great that we all interact with each other. I know on typical sales teams and maybe outside of real estate, it can get internally competitive and maybe smaller cliques of people and not everybody comes together. But that's what I love so much about this team is we are truly so collaborative and that it, like you had mentioned in our meeting this morning, we operate as a team. We aren't 15 individual agents who happen to be under lockstep. We truly operate as a team. And in that, everyone has so many different strengths. I can go to somebody for IT help. I can go to somebody for social media help. Um, all of these different avenues, if I want to clean up my CRM and how do people do their spreadsheets, there's somebody for everybody. And you've been selective enough on finding people who fit our culture that it's it, it just seems so easy to be here that even as we grow, you guys do a great job of making sure like nobody's left behind. Because I, I do feel like that happens maybe specifically in real estate as you get bigger teams or as people don't have those larger systems, there's inevitably a couple of people that kind of get lost if they're maybe not showing up or not doing things or just quiet, can't articulate their needs like I used to. Um, but that's been a huge game changer for me. It was a realizing, you know what? I'm not a self-starter. I can't be the solo agent. I need some systems. And now, I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I have 16 built-in friends and that's the kind of culture that I want to be a part of. When I drove to work every day to sell printers, every single day, I thought, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be <laughs> driving here. I don't want to do this. I don't enjoy like... I, I had coworkers that they drive up and you're just like, oh man, yeah. you know, I, I have not, <clears throat> I joined the team almost like 10 months ago and not one day have I thought like, ugh, I have to go into the office today. Yeah. Talk a little bit about like, you mentioned like the growth of the team and you joined the team with 11. We're at 17 people today. There's been, I feel like um, as a team lead, like sometimes it's like implementation overload in terms of like what we deliver to you guys and like how we try to improve system and processes or change commission structures, but always like at the forefront, our main goals are to improve your guys's, uh, like your experience as a whole, your ability to make more money, to retain more money. Talk a little bit about like how those changes, like how you evolve with that, how that's helped your business. And then like talk a little bit about where you're trying to go and like what your evolution is with like what systems and processes we have. So like, how are you trying to, how can we, and how have we helped you take your business from where it was to where it is to where you ultimately want it to go? Yeah. I think being in the environment with <clears throat> so many people having so many different strengths, um, Fano's great at the IT and the CRM and the automatic emails. Um, Dan's great at making calls. There's something that I can learn from everybody that can impact my business. Um, and again, just being around those people keeps all of those things top of mind for me. When I'm a solo agent, like I'm sitting at home, not, I didn't have the structure. Again, I could have been a self-starter and figured things out. And I did a little bit on social media, but it was easy for that to fizzle out. 
because I'm sitting at home by myself. I'm working by myself. I'm like not even collaborating with people on ideas. Even if I come in here and just say, Kristen, does this idea sound dumb? Even, <laughs> even that is helpful. Um, so to have those people around to help, it's accountability, even just coming here and being here. And then again, you've chosen, I, very well with people that all fit well together. And so it's not only good work-wise, but it's just an enjoyable environment to be in. And so all of that has helped push me. It's very, it's very easy for me to sit at home and just say, well, my business stinks because I haven't done anything, but I don't know what to do. So we'll figure it out tomorrow. But here that we have trainings every week and we have meetings every week. And what I really, really appreciate about all of that is that I have never left a meeting again in almost a calendar year, never left a meeting and thought that could have been an email. That was a waste of my time. Oh, wow. I, I mean, how many seminars yeah. or things have you gone to that you were like, well, sat through an hour and a half of that <clears throat> and didn't really get much. I didn't know. Well, here we are for a quick, content break just a reminder to like and subscribe us here at never outworked and share us with anybody that you think would love this content so far it's been riveting information with alex and sarah i love hearing about people's journeys and how they've gotten to where they're at and yes we all love meetings that uh, are definitely not emails uh, and we hate those meetings that could have been emails so with that let's get back to the content uh it's so funny you say that i saw it Instagram post yesterday and it, they t it talked about um, like zoom overload and how um, people aren't like, like essentially the, the, the crux of what the post was is that people sitting in zooms all day are significantly under stimulated by what the conversation is and what the topics are. And so like get off the zoom, connect in person, like bring better energy to what you're talking about. And I think like, it's, we have this, it's a challenging balance. Like we want to educate and train and teach and give you guys tools and skills to grow your business, to make more money, to help more people. Right. But in the same breath, it's like, we're all independent. And it's one of my favorite things about the team is like, you know, we ran a meeting yesterday with 16 people in it. That's in December in a market where everyone has every excuse not to work. We had 16 people in a room sharing success, trying to get better, trying to learn from somebody. And ultimately, like those 16 people now have an opportunity to improve their business for 2024, which ultimately improves your quality of life. So talk a little more about you touched on collaboration. Talk about some things that you do, um, some collaborative things that you found, some connections you found internally on the team, like you mentioned some CRM stuff, like in the beginning of this, I talked about like, you're a rock star on social media. Um, talk a little bit about how maybe you've learned from some people in the office, but also where you've thrived in helping others. Um, talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we just got out of a meeting of about our CRM and having those weekly or biweekly, again, that keeps that CRM and putting in the work to make it better top of mind for me. Um, we have trainings on various topics, inspections, contracts, all of that, 
you and Daniel and whoever else is leading the various trainings, you do a great job of keeping us all on task too. Um, so it's not this runaway tangent conversation of, you know, it's, it's very succinct and efficient in a great way that makes learning a lot easier. Um, that's been really great. And to hear from other people on the team, the things that they're doing, because there are a lot of us, we're not all going to think the same way. We think very similarly, and that's why we all work well in one room together, but we do things differently. Um, and so that's been really nice to kind of look at all these options of what people do and how people operate and kind of cherry pick what works for me. And then as new people come in, we're also all very welcoming and we say like, Hey, this is how I do things. How can I help you change what I do to fit you better? Um, and in that same vein, um, I appreciate your comments about my social media. Um, that uh, anytime I put myself out there, I'm going to be a little self-conscious about it. Or of course, you know, I think I'm funny, but putting my <laughs> jokes out there and seeing like, if everyone else doesn't laugh, then I'm like, okay, we'll hold off on those ideas. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate that, um, that it hasn't completely bombed. Um, and that's something that I enjoy. I think that kind of ties in, of course, my interior design background ties into real estate, but it just ties into my, I like anything visual, anything visually pretty. I enjoy interiors of homes. I enjoy marketing um, and I enjoy working with people obviously, whether it's buying and selling a home or working with our team. And I finally found a career and a team that makes me want to help. And that's the biggest change for me coming from my jobs in the past. This is my career. Those other ones have been jobs. Yeah. And I haven't liked those jobs enough to want to invest to be better. Um, so helping here with social media, I know how I felt in the beginning. Um, I have a lot of free time. I'm a big consumer of social media. So I think that lends itself to maybe knowing what's trendier more so than those of you with kids to chase after. Um, uh, I don't have that yet. So I have the time to kind of poke around. And so if I can be a resource to everyone else and filter those things and then push them out, um, that's that's been a lot of fun because these are people I care about. They have goals. I want to help them get those goals. Um, so I, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think my um, my wife would say, even with the kids, I have no problem being a large consumer of social media. So <laughs> I don't uh, think I put yeah. out a post or anyone else on the team that you don't like. So yeah. you are on there. But, <laughs> I, I'm um, probably on there too much. We'll, we'll get you to post yeah. and be in a video. Yeah. Um, talk about like, what is your favorite thing about real estate? Like, it could be the day to day. It could be first time home buyers. It could be uh yeah favorite thing about real estate <laughs> um initially what really drew me to real estate i i just love homes yeah. i love residential designs um i i could drive through my hometown and pick out all the homes that i had a favorite home in every subdivision um my my <coughs> parents knew i just like looking around and they would they would drive slowly for me so it's been yeah. a long time that i've been interested in that that's what led me to study what i did um and now taking that, um, I'll use the example of my, my current clients under contract. I had such a great time with them, looking around at homes, showing them, using my skills to help them see a vision of what they could look like in this home. 
um, that's, that's been a lot of fun. And I know the generic answer is I love helping people, but if it's, <laughs> I, we all like interacting sure. with people. Most people do, unless you want to work in a cubicle in a basement somewhere, we want to be around people. Um, but utilizing my strengths to really add value. And again, finding a career where I can add my value instead of just remembering how many copies a printer can make in a minute yeah. like that was very boring so now i'm finding something that i enjoy and i can share with people and that just the value add to help somebody find their dream home i know what i felt like when i bought my first house and how exciting that was and what i've turned it into and how different it looks i want to give that to other people i really love it awesome let's uh let's pivot a little bit and talk about like uh what are some You've said interior design, you've mentioned family. Some people don't know, like you were big into sports. You're a huge sports fan. Talk about some of like your hobbies and your passions other than real estate. Like let's peel back a little bit of the onion of who Sarah is other than social media buff and realtor guru. <laughs> I, I like that. We'll add that to my business card. Um, I, yeah, I, I was an athlete growing up. I played tennis. Um, I've, I've always really enjoyed that. And um, so now I, I watch a lot of sports. My family's very sports oriented. But one thing that really helped me was uh, my, my husband's also into the NBA and the NFL. And he's very patient and has like, we'll watch games and I'll ask questions and it's more enjoyable. So he's really helped me kind of flex that. I've always loved basketball. I'm tall. I'm just very miserable at it. So um, I just watch in awe of other people playing. Um, it looks really fun. Wish I yeah. could do that. Um, outside of that, um, we go to a lot of, yeah, we go to a lot of sports games, but I really love stand-up comedy. That's, um, I, I would watch it a lot at home growing up. And now I'm, we're luckily, we luckily live in a city that has a great, uh, stand-up comedy club. So get to go there. Um, that's a lot of fun. I love laughing, anything humor, love trying to make people laugh. Um, outside of those two things. Yeah. I, I love hanging out with my family. You said you love basketball. Who's your favorite NBA team? And <laughs> Don't you have season tickets to the Pacers? Uh, no, I need to sell a couple more houses yeah. to get to season ticket level. But we have a, we have one of the small packages. Yeah, um, that's like season 16. tickets. That counts. Okay, okay. I sold um, them. I, I remember. That I know. Counts. That's can... a big deal. <laughs> yeah, um, that's that's been a lot of fun. Um, my favorite team. I, I have a favorite player, Jimmy Butler. He's on the Heat, so I'm a Heat fan now. Um, and after, again, just watching them with my husband and he's watching it by yourself isn't always fun, sure. at least for me when you're trying to get into it. So, uh, we've gone to games together and just talking about it with him has been a lot of fun. So I love the heat. I actually, we went on our honeymoon in Miami. Yeah. Um, and so instead of doing the fun, like go to Greece, go to a beach somewhere, <laughs> we went to Miami and never went to the beach. Yeah. Um, that's because we saw the Pacers play the Miami heat, yep. which was awesome. Two days before Christmas. And then the Christmas day football game was Miami versus the Packers, which I'm also a huge fan of. So that just all kind of came together yeah. to be, we, we hit what we loved most, which is 
going to games together, having a lot of fun. I got on the Jumbotron for the first time because, of course, I made a sign. Um, I wasn't embarrassed because I was in a different city. So yeah. I'm never going to see these people again. Um, so, yeah, I made them go to Miami for our, our honeymoon. But That's it was awesome. worth it. It was great. Very cool. Um, last question. What is one thing you would tell your younger self um, like when you just got in the got into real estate that would help shape your career? Essentially, like you took a long, windy road to get here. But what's one thing you would give back to your younger self that could maybe help you accelerate those things or change some outlooks or perceptions in your business? Yeah, great question. I again, I, I was very kind of meek <clears throat> and conservative and shy for the first half of my life and especially into real estate, changing careers. Um, I was nervous and anxious about it. And now I, I would just say, just go for it. I, I'm, I can still be so self-conscious of, Oh, are someone's going to see the email I read and it's not going to be <laughs> worded perfectly. And they're going to think I'm not fit for this. And it's just, just being confident. I know, I always knew deep down that I had the skills. It was just taking away that veil of anxiety and being self-conscious and worrying because it just look around, everyone's just trying to do their thing. Um, so just finding my thing and just doing it, just do it. It's no one's waiting there at the finish line or right at the end of that task to stand there and make fun of you for doing something. <laughs> and maybe, Oh, it was your first time. That was really bad. Yeah. No one's waiting to do that. <clears throat> so just do it. And the only way I'm ever going to feel confident about something is to do it. I used to just try to I'll gather as much information as I can. That way, the one time I do something, it's perfect. And it was just paralysis by analysis. So just taking that out of the equation, not being afraid to embarrass myself as much. Um, yeah, just leaning into my strengths and my personality and being myself. That has changed my life incredibly. Just personally, professionally, everything. Just I am myself. I know myself and just... I, I know I'm capable of making good decisions and doing good things. So just trusting myself more. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. I think we can wrap. Thanks for having me. And yes, thank you, Sarah and Alex for joining us here on Never Outworked. Another episode done. We'll see you next time.